Hey, welcome to the podcast. So, um, different type of episode this week, as I'm sure a lot of you heard. Um, Jim Sinet passed away last week, and um, of course, he was on here chatting to me only a month ago. Exactly, actually, a month to this day, we were chatting, and then the episode came out shortly after. And um, yeah, I've been thinking about him a lot. Like, I really got on great with him, and I was looking forward to you know staying in touch and maybe even meeting him in Ireland if he came here fishing and it was just really sad and upsetting to hear of Jim's passing um he had a heart attack and he was in hospital but he didn't recover after going to hospital and um I just want to give my condolences to the Sinet family because uh, there was three things in life that Jim loved his family bass playing and fishing so I was going to just skip this week's podcast and tell everyone to go listen to Jim's episode and um yeah go listen to the episode with Jim because you'll hear all about his life and just you should um it'll inspire you to just pursue your music or whatever passion you're is just listen to Jim and how passionate he is about bass playing but um I'm actually going to pay a little tribute to him I'm just going to watch a bunch of my favorite clips from uh, real bass lessons and I'm going to play some music that I've recorded over the last few years for, that I wrote and was inspired to write because of um, Jim's lessons. So um, let's just jump in and check out some of the real bass lessons because Jim is gone, but the lessons are still online. The books are still available. We can all keep learning from Jim every day. We can log on to YouTube and follow his lessons, which is amazing. So um. Yeah, let's keep Jim's memory alive by following the Real Bass Essence channel, buying his books, and um, yeah, fire it up. So the first lesson I'm going to pick out is Real Bass Essence number 97, Funk Fills. So um, this one, uh, Jim is kind of playing around with an old Weather Report song called The Cucumber Slumber, and he's making his own out of it and just coming up with some ideas. So um, obviously I don't own the rights to these uh, videos, I hope it's okay just to use the clips. I'm putting a playlist at the end of this and in the description. All the videos will be in the description and a playlist at the end um, with the videos that I'm looking at and links to all the books and other stuff that Jim was involved in. So I'm just going to play Jim Jim playing here, the thing, and then I'm going to talk about it. So here we go. Let me play for, I don't know, maybe a minute or so here straight, and I'll just kind of mix and match those and we'll see how it sounds, okay? Here we go. Up here. And then went, and a little tense. 
So yeah, from listening to that, obviously, as well as being a great educator, Jim is a killer bass player and uh, his groove is seriously good there. So um, you'll watch this lesson yourself and he'll teach you all the stuff and break it down. Um, basically, in the lesson, he's he's playing a bunch of licks and he's playing a really cool groove. So he does this. So that's kind of um, a six based around a major um, a sixth to a dominant seven kind of. So that's one thing he does. He's there's so much in this lesson. Like he's shown how to do a groove, how to put in your fills, how to leave space. Um, honestly, I I'm, I was playing around with this all week, and I must have spent a month on it when I found it first, and I'm still getting stuff from it. So the other thing he does is this cool blues lick. That's just killer. Um, he does this diminished lick, so it's it's like minor thirds in a diminished pattern. And he br brings it up half step. No, messed it up. There we go. And then, so that's, he introduces like this concept then of doing other licks you have tr with a diminished shape. So he does this triad thing with the same idea. that's uh awesome so yeah here's a little um piece of music i think i wrote and recorded uh around the week that i saw this video it's called splash splash and it's with um a drummer from china called ivan wing and i um, hope you dig it <laughs> So the next lesson I'm going to pick is real bass lessons number seven tapping so yeah i definitely was here from the start because this is 2015 just around the time um, my music shed here was finished and uh, if you're watching this on youtube you'll see when i perform the piece that the shed looks a lot different there's very few i don't know if there's any guitars hanging up and yeah it, it evolved a lot since then so um yeah jim was always progressive in his playing he wasn't just stuck playing jazz or old funk he was pushing forward with these tapping techniques, which sometimes can be a bit gimmicky. And um, I think what I really like about this lesson and this piece is that it's not gimmicky at all. It just sounds really nice. So if a non-bass player or non-musician even heard you playing this tune, open up, you just like it and appreciate it as a really nice musical piece. So he has two tapping books, Tapestry and Tapping. Um, tapestry he wrote himself and tapping he wrote with Charles Bertude who you might know from YouTube he has a huge channel and um, yeah Charles is a beast of a bass player and an ex-student of Jim's and Jim was immensely proud of how well he was doing his career and how awesome a player he had become so I'm just going to play my performance of Open Up 
And if you want to learn how to play the song, just jump over to Real Bass Lessons number seven and check out the tune or buy the book Tapping by Charles and Jim. Open Up by Charles Bertude and Jim Stinnett. So the third lesson I'm going to pick is one about left-hand dexterity. So um, yeah, you can't really express yourself musically if you physically can't do the things you want to do. So why do we practice? Why do we go into the shed, as people say? Well, the idea is that you reach a certain proficiency physically with your instrument, so you don't have to think about that anymore. If you are thinking about the barriers, thinking about the physical limitations of your playing, that's a barrier to musical expression. So by doing exercises like Jim shows us, we can remove those barriers and be just free to express ourselves musically. And that's a lifelong goal. You, you'll never fully achieve like the the level of music. Well, I don't think you will. You, you should, you'll always be working on it, always be getting better. And that's the amazing thing about being a musician. There is no glass ceiling. If you're a sports person you, you, around the age of 30, you hit your peak and that's it. You can't pursue that avenue in your life really anymore. Not at a professional level anyway. But as a musician, we are practicing till the day we die. So that's, I think that's amazing. And we can just keep pushing on with our passion and getting better and better at it every day. And uh, yeah, you got to love to practice. That's the way it goes. But um, yeah, so let's, I'll just show you this now. So I, I did this uh, for about six months, seven months, I'd say. And um, this is just me throwing back to these videos. I haven't watched them in years. Like this one's uh, three years old now. So um, let's just have a listen to the, it's called an etude. Like it's a, an exercise, repeating exercise with the left hand that you just play around the circle fifths to um, get faster on the bass. So we'll listen to Jim playing it and then, he actually has a second video, which I'll go to and also put in the link um, where him and his son Grant are doing this exercise as well. An earlier one on realbassessence.com and then I might try and do it. But in fairness, I haven't done it in years and it's a really hard etude to get down. So well, let's just hear the master do it first. Here's a little etude I want to teach you and then we're going to get it going a little faster. Listen to it. 
if you notice, I'm just playing the notes of the C major scale. Yeah, that's tricky. So yeah, check out Real Bass Lessons number 107, Laser Practicing, Left Hand Dexterity, to learn how to play this. Um, Jim breaks it down nice and slow. No tabs, though. He didn't want to put tabs on screen. He wants you to develop them ears, play along with them, have fun with them. That's the way he did the videos. He told me like he he wants it to be like you're in there with him, a real lesson. So no tabs on screen, just play along and keep rewinding till you get it. And I I actually made a tab for it for myself when I learned it by ear, but I'm not giving it to you. Just go do it. Just watch Jim's lesson and learn how to do it. So in the older lesson, Real Bass Lessons 29, Technique Tuesday with Grant Stinnett, Fluency Exercise, um, Jim and his son Grant, who is an amazing musician also, um, play the exercise. But um, I think Grant at the end of it kind of explains why we do these exercises. Kind of what I was trying to say earlier, but a lot more elegantly. So let's just listen to Grant explain why we do these exercises. Outstanding. We can go a lot faster, of course, but let's just get that solid. Grant, would you like to say a little bit about technique? Sure. Technique is, I mean, it's the foundation of being able to play. So this is this Technique Tuesday thing that you're doing is so cool. Because, I mean, if you get if you get this down, if you get the instrument under your hand, it's like its like being able to talk really well. If, if you don't have to think <laughs> about the words anymore, then you can create beautiful phrases with with the emotion that you're trying to get across. So yeah, it's, it's really, it's really this is a great thing to, to free yourself. So yeah. I've actually had students say, man, why do I need to work on all the technique? You know, I just want to groove and play good music. Well, working on technique is not going to keep you from playing good music and grooving. And the truth is, is the more physical control you have, as Grant just said, the more you'll be able to relax, sit back, use your ears, listen, and create beautiful music. How'd you say it too? Sort of put the emotion into it or, yeah, or the yeah. beauty into it? Yeah, because if yeah. you're having to think all the time about where my fingers are or be limited by where your fingers can move easily, then you're not ever, ever going to be able to focus on how does it feel. Yeah, agree. Let's play it really, really fast just for fun. Okay. See if we can. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, one, two, three, four. That's too fast for me. How about this? Three and four and four. That's fast. Not That's enough. My fingers are tired. You don't really need to worry about this ultimate speed. Until okay, you get so to yeah, good great exercise. Check out... Um, the, the longer video to learn how to do the etude and the, the earlier one at Lesson 29 to hear them kind of talking about it a bit more. Um, I can't remember how to do it really. Oh, that's number, that's the first part and then it goes. That's the second part, and then how does it end? It goes. Do, do. Okay, so obviously, I still have a lot to learn here with uh, these lessons, and I need to go back and just get in the shade and learn how to do this. So, um, I hope you enjoyed this kind of um trip through um, the real bass lessons YouTube channel, and like I said. I'm just doing this because I want to keep Jim's memory alive, get peop more people. Just because Jim isn't around doesn't mean we can't keep s subscribing to the channel, make the channel bigger, keep buying the books. I'm sure they'll, they'll, sit, they'll be available for many, many years to come. 
and um, there's a wealth of knowledge there. Probably more. Jim actually he told me he was like he recorded four video lessons a week and he um was writing books all the time like a few like, I don't know, 10 20 books a year maybe sometimes but um i i didn't talk too much about um jim's musical past and his journey on the bass because i covered everything in our chat we spoke so fast like the the chat should have probably been 90 minutes but we're both or 2 hours but we're both such quick talkers and we kind of hit it off we covered it all in 55 minutes so go back and listen to that two episode from 2 weeks ago and yeah Thanks for tuning in. Uh, thanks for uh, listening to me ramble on. But like I said, I just wanted to pay tribute to a great man. So I'm going to leave you with this real bass essence number 55. Jim talking about practice and I'm going to play a bit in under it. Please check out all the videos and um, yeah, I'll see you soon. I hope you uh, uh, understand that there's no you know gain without pain. There's no learning how to play by magic. The majority of the greatest players in the world are simply the people who are disciplined enough to do the work. Now, sometimes if you're not careful, it seems like a Herculean task. Well, everything just starts out one bite at a time. And when it gets stacked up and stacked up and stacked up, people will start calling you a genius. They'll call you naturally gifted. And really, it's just that discipline to understand. If you have a goal, you know, a dream, a desire to, to be a great musician, well, what are you waiting for? No, you can't do it today. But you can start a little bit and do it a little bit over and over and over and over. And that's what it takes. It seems like today the, the contemporary you know, governing philosophy today is, hey, just kind of you know, wait for the sun and the moon to line up and emote and get friendly and be nice and everything's cool and uh, just jam and, and, and network. And folks, it's going to take some practice, I assure you. I just recently saw an advertisement where they advertised this clinic workshop thing and the, and the heading just blew me away. It was like, uh, these things are so great you're going to learn, they're going to make you a better player with, without you even practicing. Uh, not. <laughs> so if you really want to be a great player, get used to the, to the idea of practicing. I also heard a very great musician once say, if you're going to learn to play well, you got to fall in love with practicing. And that's a really good way to put it. Fired up, get to practicing. What's that definition? You can do it.